Question. Without pausing, what do you see? Maybe something moving from left to right. Can you make out what it is? Let's watch that again, but this time with more images. Again, without pausing. Maybe you saw a human figure. Maybe not. Let's watch it again one last time, but with more images. The image and the subject's action is much clearer. This process of using the number of frames or images in any movement determine the amount of time an action takes place is based on the principle of timing as described by Ollie Johnston and Frank Thomas in The Illusion of Life. Films and animation typically work in 24 images for every second or commonly known as 24 frames per second. And when animators say they would animate on once, it means they would animate all 24 frames of one second or twos where an image is made for every two frames and every three frames with threes and so forth. This principle communicates the speed or tempo at which an action takes place by the amount of images or frames it takes to occur. To put it simply, the more frames something takes to occur, the more time it will spend on screen, thus making it appear slower. Conversely, the fewer frames something takes to occur, resulting less time it will spend on screen, which makes the action appear faster. Now, depending on what you, the animator, wish to convey, you can animate on once for fast-paced sequences to allow the viewer to see or read the scene clearly, or animate on twos to save immense amount of work and give a small gesture and movement a snappy look that creates excitement. And with this principle, animators can communicate character and mood by animating it with shorter timing, which makes a character appear startled or eagerness, or animate it longer that makes them appear fatigued or reluctant. Animators can also communicate a sense of scale by using more frames for a larger object or subject to convey the sheer mass. In addition to speed, rhythm can be created with the principle of timing through the use of spacing. Spacing refers to the distance or position of an object or subject travels from one frame to the next. Spacing can communicate the property of an object while also make motion appear more realistic to the viewer which allows for multitudes of ideas. Consider this, animating an action of contact of an object to another with the same amount of timing, can you tell which has a larger impact? Even with the same amount of timing, Changing the amount of spacing communicates mass and energy of an object. This principle can instill a sense of heartbeat to your animation. Life has a rhythm of its own. Some are faster and slower of their own. So timing an animation which replicates the natural rhythm of life can appear realistic and breaking it would eliminate predictability and can create and maintain the engagement with the viewer. And that is how this principle can communicate the properties of any object to the viewer. And with practice, timing can be set or altered by pacing and change the natural rhythm of the shot as well as establish the tone for the overall scene. In addition to that, focusing the rhythm to an individual object or character can create a unique characteristic to create distinction and establish familiarity. One thing to note, however, even when everything on screen are staged appropriately, if there are texts on screen for the viewers to read, you should consider giving it additional time for them to read. And that is why it is important to find balance in your timing. The viewer should be able to view or read what it is on screen. 
And if you want to show a fast paced sequence, it should be seen and read clearly first, but still retain the level of intensity and energy. Conversely, if it's a slowed down action to highlight a key moment, it should be gauged appropriately to maintain the illusion of life. So how do we improve on the application of this principle? Well, one way to start is to ask yourself questions that will inform and make clear as to what you want as the animator and what the shot and overall scene requires. Of course, timing in any action depends on the context of the scene and what you, the animator, wants to communicate to the viewer. This can involve asking yourself what is the property of the object or subject? What is making the action or doing the action? How and why? Is it heavy? Is it light as a feather? And is it big? How big? Does it feel rushed? Is it enough time for the viewers to see the shot? Does the rhythm fits within the overall scene? Does it need to be linear so it's predictable but easy to understand? Or does it need to be spontaneous and grabs the attention of the viewer? Or if there's any other key moments that needs to be highlighted with more frames. To really get a sense of a rhythm of an action or multiple actions, you will need to act it out and experience it in real time. You can make a sketch to make a mental note or even better, do a test shot with a video in real time, which you can review and take notes from there. Another way to get a better sense of rhythm is to learn to observe as well as to listen everything around you. Music is a great example. Even without learning music theory, start listening out for the drums and isolating its beat, and then do the same for the melody which makes up the music. Just like how dancers are vessels that turn audible sounds and music into physical form, if a movement or an action is written as a musical sheet, what would it look like? Another helpful tip after having watching or planning the same shot or scene too many times is having someone else other than yourself to look and gauge with your animation that can provide invaluable insight and feedback. A good practice when asking for feedback is to avoid over explaining. Then ask leading questions like what did they see or what do they think is happening in the shot or scene and so on. This can give you a fresh perspective and see what works and doesn't work for someone other than yourself. Alternatively, if that option isn't available, the next best thing is to look it over again with a fresh eyes. This can mean taking a break and get your mind off for a time being or return it the next day and make revisions from there with the lens of someone who will be seeing it for the first time. And that is how you can get a better sense of this principle and use it effectively in your craft. Animation is a time-based art. Without the passage of time, it will appear as a still image devoid of motion, thus the illusion of life, which makes this principle one of the fundamentals in animation out of the 12 principles of animation. If you enjoyed what you saw or found this video useful, remember to drop a like as always, consider subscribe for more stop motion videos and check out other ways to improve your stop motion craft. Thank you for watching, take care and I'll see you in the next one.